What's up guys, welcome back to Milk It. Uh, I'm Preston and this week we finally have Bryson actually on the episode. I know last week we kind of, or last week, last episode, we kind of introduced him, but he's actually here this time. So Bryson, go ahead and say hey to the people, all 12 of them. <laughs> hey, what's up guys, it's Bryson, um, one of Ch Preston's honestly only friends. Wow, um, hurtful. Yeah, I know, been with him for a while, since about first grade, so uh, he just couldn't get rid of me. It's true, I've tried. No. Um, so this week, we're going to be kind of recapping the last year, 2020, with um, in the eyes of like sports, not necessarily 2020 as a whole, because uh, that's a lot to recap, but um, just through the eyes of sports and how, uh, how everything went down. So stay with us, and uh, we'll be right back after our little, uh, our little tune. Alright, so jumping just straight in, 2020 was was weird. Yeah. Um really weird. <laughs> especially especially with like, you know, being quarantined and, and all types of crazy stuff like that. But looking at it through the eyes of sports and seeing like how many different changes they made and, and what happened there was also really weird to to watch. Yeah. I think it was like the only sense of normal that we really had. During that entire time, it was like everything shut down, can't go out to eat, can't see your friends. But at the end of the day, like, you could still watch sports. You still watch football, college football. From Even if you can't go to the game, you can still watch it at home. Yeah. So it just brought some sense of normalcy through the whole thing. Right. Um, I mean, I, and I, I remember it was a little sad, not going to lie, um, when they canceled the rest of the NBA season. Mm-hmm. Mm um, mostly because I had tickets to go to my first NBA game. So, you know what? It was my fault. I didn't 2020 was my fault. That's on you. Yeah. Um, let me tell you, my 2020 was weird, especially the beginning. Like, I st it started out at Passion, and I was like, man, this is going to be an epic year. That, you know, get to start like this yeah. should be required. Yeah. Um, and then I tore my knee, had surgery, came back from that. I had tickets. My brother got me tickets for Christmas to go to a heat oh, game. I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. to go to a heat game, I think, in Atlanta or Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And um, it was for, like, March. And literally leading up to our game is, like, a week or two before the game. Yeah. They canceled the season. And I was like... I was like, this would happen, like, the the year, that, and I was already worried that I wasn't going to be able to sit in the seat, because I couldn't really bend my knee much at yeah. that point, but I was like, I was like, this this has been a, this has been quite the year already, and that was March. Um, little did I know that that year was going to just continue to get weird. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, they canceled the season, but thankfully they ended up bringing it back. I was pumped when they brought it back in the bubble, um, and so I'm going to just... Bryson Bryson doesn't really keep up with basketball um, as much as he does football, but I'm gonna just kind of quickly uh, talk about the the bubble and mm -hmm. how they did it and um, why honestly why it worked and and why it was a, a lot of fun to watch honestly. Um, so the bubble they they took all the teams down to Orlando and just like kept them in the world of ESPN at like Universal or something like that mm -hmm. or Disney I don't know wherever it is 
and that's where they played and they had screens so that fans could like be there yeah so that was interesting um in and of itself and a lot of people thought that miami making it as far as they did was a fluke but um i'm here to tell you i don't think it was um (laughs) a lot of last season before covid i actually told people like you better watch out. They're gonna be a dark horse. They're gonna they're gonna make a run, mm-hmm. and you won't understand why or how. But you know the 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 stars are aligning for them to make a run because last season you saw a lot of big season ending injuries. You had Kevin Durant who was injured all season. You had Kyrie Irving who was injured all season. You had um, a bunch of people that were just like in and out all season. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and the Heat were no different. But. Uh, but they they had a young core, mm-hmm. good veterans, and I was like, they're gonna make a run. You just you just wait, and sure enough, they got in the bubble. They started clicking. They made a run to the uh, play in the playoffs. I mean, beating out the Celtics, beating out the Bucks, like, and and eventually losing in six games to the Lakers. Yeah. Um. So, people are calling it a fluke though because. They're struggling hard this season so far. Um, they're mm. I think they're twelve and seventeen. Well, ugh. yeah, yeah. I know one thing. It's like not only did you have to overcome COVID, but like I was reading into the science about it. You know, as it was going down, like the depth perception, and everything changed. Like for the shots, because they're used to like having people and everything behind them, and something with like the the black backdrop just kind of like changed the whole thing. So they had to adjust their shot. I'm not saying that's the reason they're not doing well this year, but I am saying that that was just interesting that they did. Not only do you overcome COVID, but then you overcome like your shot being off. You overcome there not being any crowds because you're used to feeding off the crowds. Right. And I don't know if the crowds get in their head now. I don't know what it is. Again, like you said, I don't keep up with basketball that much. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um. Well, and and it doesn't. It also doesn't help that to start the season we had I think five to six, maybe even seven of our guys go out with COVID. Mm-hmm. And they didn't drop those games. They didn't cancel those games. Oh yeah, they played them yep. and lost. Yeah, just about every single one of them. I think they ended up winning like two out of like six. Mm-hmm. And so we started the season, you know, like four and nine or something like that. And and so now it's been catch up since. Yeah. Um. So I think. They're 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 in the talks of trying to make a couple trades before the deadline. So I think that they'll kind of be able to turn it around, especially with Jimmy Butler being back and healthy, because he was out for like three weeks due to injury and COVID, and then Tyler Hero was out for about two weeks because of injury. You know, so some of our big names were out. Dragic, our point guard, is still out. Like, and then we have um. Our off-season pickup, Avery Bradley, has been out since, like, game three. Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to be a really big role player this year, and he's been out. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see if, if, if everybody can get healthy again and everybody, like, gets back on where they were. Yeah. I think, again, and I'm going to have it recorded this time, <laughs> I think if everybody gets healthy on the Heat, that they'll make another run. I don't know that they'll make it all the way to the championship, but I think they'll make a run and they'll scare a lot of people. Yeah. I I put them definitely in that dark horse category again this year, because they they 
they don't have superstars. They have a team. They yeah. They remind yeah. me of like the Spurs. Yeah. Um. So. so just my little input on that. I just wanted it to be recorded this time, so that <laughs> so that if it happens or when it happens, that uh, that I can be like, yeah, you know, go back to episode whatever episode this is and and go check it out. Hashtag we like sports. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's all I have to say about the basketball. I don't know if you have any other tidbits that you want to talk about with basketball. Uh well, you know, I did just get a uh, PlayStation Five. Oh, baby. So I've got 2K21. I'm ready to... Uh, I just got it, so I'm ready to start playing. Um, a high school... Well, our high school played against Zion Williamson, and to see his face on the cover, <laughs> on the front and the back, um, and then to see, like, I, I turned it on, put the game in, and as soon as I did, his face was loaded across my the entire screen. And... I just I'm excited to play it. And that's really the only thing I know. I mean, I don't really know much about basketball. My brother loves it. He played against Zion. You played against Zion. I used to be on his highlights. Yeah, I got dunked on. Yes, Braden was right there with you. So yeah, he used to be like the poster of. He it. was. Braden was the poster child of Zion's highlight reels. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was on his highlights before he was big. Ah, so he like, I remember Caleb Heinzman, uh, like, DMing me on Instagram and being like, "Is this you?" This looks like you, and I'm, and I was like, nah. <laughs> um, but he actually ended up taking those down when he got like signed and stuff. Yeah. When he started getting like recognized by and one and uh, all those yeah, other all those other big basketball like YouTube channels and stuff, yeah. they started making more legit highlights than he had. Gotcha. So he took down his other one. So I'm no longer there. It's but Brayden all, it's, is. Yeah. It, my, mine is solely by me saying it. So <laughs> no one will ever really know if I'm telling the truth. <laughs> Except me. I know. And and the guys on my team know. Yeah, that's what matters. But, yeah, that, that is that is crazy to, to think about. That, like, you know, six years ago, I played against him. And now he's... And the NBA dunking on number one draft pick. Yeah, dunking on other people. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, I guess I in in a way I'm I'm in similar boat that uh. Do you remember Josh Childs? Yeah, yeah. So he said that he had never been dunked on except one time, and he said it was while he was in college and they were playing Georgia Tech, and I was like, okay, like nice. And he was like, yeah. And as uh, he was like, it, it was just this little guy. His name was uh, Chris Bosh. I was like, ah. Oh. I guess if you're gonna get dunked by on by somebody, you know, it might as well be somebody that has went on to have a really great career. So, so hopefully, you know, Zion will continue, and I can say something Thanks like that later. <laughs> so, all right, on to the college football scene. Mm. Um, I just want to say one thing, and then I'm gonna like give you the reins because I feel like I've been talking a whole lot. Um, and since you probably know more about college football than I do. I'm uh, I'm gonna let you lead this one, but the only problem that I had with this season was teams allowing players to opt out. Okay, I have an issue with that because you're there to play football. I don't think that they should have. I don't think it should be okay for them to just opt out now. Under circum under certain circumstances, I can understand. But yeah. when you opt out because you just don't want to, I don't think that's okay. 
But do you think anybody was doing it just because they didn't want to? Yeah, there was a couple people that came out and said, like, I, I don't want to because I don't want to have to travel and and be more exposed and da-da-da-da-da. Okay, so it all does lie back. I mean, it comes back to being exposed, but at the same time, like, you know, it... I... The only... It it was weird to me. I just... I didn't appreciate it. And it's probably a little, you know, selfish because, um, I'm I'm an Oklahoma fan and Oklahoma's, like, starting running back opted out of the season. Yeah. He was supposed to be, like, super good. Yeah. Well, he opted out of the season and... Um, I think we had like one or two other guys that ended up opting out. Yeah. And so it was just kind of like frustrating. But like, but then you see like the big teams like Clemson that didn't really see that didn't see as much, affect but... them as much. Yeah. Because, and it and it might be because Clemson was projected to be the best again this year. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Anyways, that that's all I have to say. No, it was, it was even, frustrating. No, I'm just curious. Like on the topic of opting out, like. Are they allowed to come back and play this coming year? Yeah, like it doesn't so it doesn't count towards their Yeah, so that makes sense. I can see both sides. Um I mean, I guess I can too. It's just frustrating. Yeah. Cuz Cause, cause well, like, it's, it's frustrating when it's your team, like when it hits home like that. Yeah. Uh, my favorite team was Clemson always has been. I'm not just a recent bandwagon. Um I oh, was I, the kid that went when they were losing to Mississippi State or, you know, South Carolina. Like When's the last one they lost? Fear the time? thumb. Yeah, exactly. I remember that. Yeah, I remember uh, that too. <laughs> I was a fan during all of that when they're missing field goals to lose those games. And like, I mean, I never cried, but I would go and pout. Like, I was very upset about it. However, the tables have turned. How the turns have tabled, if you will. How um, the turns have tabled. And here we are. You know, this this past season, I actually was able to go to a couple games. Um, it was weird. It was different. This, you know, the different seating arrangements, people asking you to wear face masks the whole game, like, you know, the di- there's so many different theories on the whole thing, but I'm not going to go into that. What I am going to go into, though, is the fact that the Tigers did overcome all of that. You know, you have to, it's not easy to win, and it's not easy to win during COVID, um, especially when your starting quarterback is out. Like, they had to overcome those trials. Um, but even when he was out, even when Trevor was out, I mean, DJ, I'm going to say his name, Ui Angalele. I think that's how you say it. I don't know how to say it. He still threw for nearly 800 yards in the two games that he played. Right. So, I mean, they're in great hands coming into this year. Uh, I was able to go, I was fortunate to go to the Ohio State Clemson game and um would you say that you were fortunate in that game to, to uh, be there well the experience <laughs> was great my brother and I went down there had a great time oh, um man. we actually ended up you and me and Brayden and one of our, one of your other friends did a little mock fantasy college football oh yeah draft. I forgot that I said that we were going to talk about that yeah yeah um that, that was, was fun it was it was you know because of the upsets it really threw the whole thing off it was I felt at first, I was like, man, it's going to be super one-sided. Like, Clemson's going to blow out Ohio State. Like, whatever. And then we get there. And Alabama's going to blow out Notre Dame, which they, they, which they kind, did. Kind of. Kind of did. Yeah. But Notre Dame still put up enough numbers where... Where it was... Where our our uh, our final scores with that, like, fantasy was actually pretty close. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's not based on, like, winning and losing the game. It's, like, individual players. So it comes down to, well, how many yards did Trevor throw for? Right? Like, was it... Three, four hundred yards. Four hundred yards. He yeah. actually had the most out yeah. of all of the quarterbacks. Exactly, which so, was funny to me. Yeah. So like, even though they got beat up very badly by Ohio State, um, it just it was interesting. It was a fun time. I think we should definitely continue it. Um, 
I'm looking forward to it next year. I was about to say, I think we're, we're going to try and do it the whole season next year. Yeah. Do the Power, power, power five, 5 or something. Yeah. Power 5 teams. Um, so that'll be fun. So as we look forward to next year, the way too early top 25. Ooh. Oof. Way too early. It, uh, it, coming out it, in it January. Was. No, it was, it was released the day after the championship game. Well, was the game on the 10th? What I saw was at the 11th, January. I don't know. I don't okay. remember when the game so was. was right in there. But I remember it was like, because literally, it was like, Alabama wins. And I was like, I know, I watched the game. Like, whatever. <laughs> they won again. Woo. And then it was like, way too early rankings. And I was like, oh, Alabama's going to be number one. And I opened it up, and it was not Alabama at number one. And I was it, like, what? Sure enough, it was not. Um, it was, so top five. Number five, we had Ohio State. Number four, we had Georgia. Number three, Oklahoma. Number two, the Alabama Crimson Tide. And then number one, the Clemson Tide. The Rutgers. Oh. <laughs> How funny would it be if the they Rice did... Owls. Yeah, if, if, they, if they just like threw in like the Citadel at number one. This is the way too early. The way, way, way too early. Uh, but you sit there and you look, and the first thing that stuck out to me was Clemson's entire defense is coming back. You look, you know, the saying is that defense wins championships. Offense scores points, and you've got to score to be able to, you know, stay in the game. But if you don't have a solid defense, what do you have? Unless you're, you know, Oklahoma, then you don't have a defense. But that's another story. Um, uh, anyways, <laughs> so Clemson's still attacked. Hey, hey, you know, on that note, real quick. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, I believe that we played the uh, the Florida Gators. Um, in our bowl game. Is that when their top and, receivers opted out? And, Is that the same game? Yeah. Yeah, okay, just making sure. Um, All right. Yeah. And uh and but still, uh the Heisman quarterback Yeah. Throwing to his top two throw, receivers that throwing were in the game. throwing uh throwing like six picks. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, come on. I, I'll give it to you. It was you know? it was still a blowout. It was still a blowout. It was nonetheless. Like, I'm just saying, you can't convince me that two <laughs> people are gonna make up like forty points. I think they made up know. most of know. the points throughout the whole year. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, know what you're talking about. Uh, okay. We'll I, never know. We'll never Anyways. Know. <laughs> that's one thing we'll never know. They didn't play, so that's on them. That's on like you said, the whole opting out thing. You hate it. Well uh, and, and, and I think that should not be allowed. I don't care. Games? Yeah, I don't care who you Even are. Even if it's like protection, like dude, risking of injury, dude. Listen, for for you, like the for me, it's the loyalty. Like mm, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. that takes a huge shot at your team, in my opinion. Yeah, and and I've never liked that. Like mm-hmm. I've never liked when players are like, "Oh, I don't want to get hurt." I, I literally want I like I wish I had contacts in the NFL draft that was like, "Hey, he opted out. Don't let him play." Like, don't draft him. It's not worth it. He's gonna opt out of you. So here's the other. He's gonna he's gonna leave you and want another team. He's never gonna be satisfied. There's no loyalty. You've got to trust me on this one. So here's the thing. Here's here's what I know. I know you, and I know that if that was you, that's a hundred percent what you would do. You would say, "I'm gonna play. I'm gonna risk my life. I'm gonna give my left knee if it comes down to it, or my ankle." You know, I already, I already, I already talked about. Um, knee surgery. That, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. that was a sensitive spot. You talk about spot. your ankle. That was a sensitive spot that you just took a shot at my knee. Listen, <laughs> I, listen. Yeah, I mean, we were in our high school state championship football game. Uh, I've never told this story. Oh, well, I don't. I don't talk about sports. We don't have to. This is the we first don't have one. to go into much depth here. But I mean, Preston, literally, I think you broke your ankle or fractured something in your yeah. ankle in the middle of the game. 
no, beginning of the game. Beginning of the game. Fifth play of the game. Sorry, very early in the game. So I know you, and I know that you would say, well, screw it. I love the game, regardless if there's millions of dollars on the other side. Like, you love the game and you love sports so much that you would say, hey, that's what I'm going to do. People like myself, if I'm not playing for a national championship, call me selfish. But I would have to question it. Like, I might play. But if I could say, like, for instance, like, what if Trevor Lawrence was not going for a national championship? Ah, he's, he, I think he loves the game, too. I think he would play. I think but, he would, too. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think it's necessarily that he loves the game. I think that it shows his loyalty to his team. Yeah. That he's not going to opt out. And that's that's where it hits for me. Yeah. Is that these star players are opting out because they want to protect their future, which I get. I do understand that. I was going to say, yeah, because, when everything's because, on the line listen, like that. At this point, they're they're not thinking like, oh, gotta go get an office job after this season. Like they're exactly. thinking, they're thinking, oh, I have a chance of being drafted. I need to focus on that because that's gonna be my career. Yes. At the same time, I think back to like a Marcus Lattimore, who mm. did play mm-hmm. to my to my recollection, did play all of his games, bowl games, whatever, and then got hurt in the regular season. Everything. I think he played everything. He I, tore his it, knee up in uh, against Tennessee. I think. I remember. No, but I'm but I'm saying like, but he continued to come back and continue to oh, try yeah, to play. Yeah, continue to try to play. Yeah, and yeah. then ended up still getting drafted. Yeah. So yeah. like, you've seen players like that. Yeah, you don't get drafted as high, maybe. Yeah. But at at least when you get drafted, you're gonna have a better facility. You're mm-hmm. gonna have better doctors. You're gonna have all this stuff that is for you mm-hmm. to be able to come back better than you were before and at that point then you can show out and then you can get your better deal yeah that's kind of my mindset is like if you come back the same right well and and you know i think another good like example of that is derrick rose yeah at this point he's been on like six different teams that's true but he's still getting paid and he's still getting to play the game that he loves yeah regardless of having like three knee surgeries i was gonna say the comeback is what hurts the most yeah, like a reason that I, one of the reasons I didn't go on to try to play any sports in college, um, was because of shoulder surgery, and I was like, the fight to get back through that, like I didn't know if it was going to be worth it. Like, will I come back the same? I don't know, and it just was not a risk that I wanted to take. So, well, I can tell you right now that if I had the ability, or somebody offered me randomly. And said, hey, you look like you're still eligible for at least a year or two of a sport in college. Do you want to come play? Without a shadow of doubt, I would say yes. Any sport? I don't know about any sport. And it, I, was, I was offered to run track. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that I would do track again. Yeah. But, um, but if some, like, for instance, I, I was, my plan was to go to Limestone and I was going to walk onto their football team. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was two years ago. That wasn't even like... Back when I was entering college, that was yeah. two years ago, and I I asked I talked tried to talk to the coaches about a possibility of like trying out and stuff like that, and never really heard anything back. So I was like, I guess this isn't going to work out. And I ended up at Greenville Tech, yeah, um, which was honestly a better but, better thing, anyways, yeah. because of just expenses. But even mm-hmm. after my current last knee surgery, that was a a year ago, mm-hmm. literally a year and like ten days or whatever ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, 
you know, I, I not even too long ago, maybe a month ago, mm-hmm. played six or seven games of full court basketball and felt great. Yeah. Like, I honestly feel almost back to normal. Yeah. Um, if not completely back to normal. And, you know, if they if somebody asked me to play rugby, I'd consider it. Yeah. I don't know that I would because, you know, I had other injuries when I played. Well, but speaking of in- I consider it. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm there with you. Um, speaking of injuries, along with Clemson's list of COVID, you know, all the stuff that went on oh, there. Oh, I know what you're about to talk about. Justin this, Ross. This, this will be, yeah, that'll be interesting. And I hope that he stays healthy because he would have been dangerous. I, th- this I think year. he will. Like I said earlier, you know, DJ threw for nearly 800 yards in two games. Along uh, DJ, that, what's his last name? Uyunglele. <laughs> Uh, at least that's how I say it. I'm sticking Ooh, to it. We on the lele. Um, four touchdowns in those two games, zero interceptions. Yeah, no, he looked good. Yeah, uh, Notre Dame, he looked really he looked good, really good. And the fact that Notre Dame had to send it into overtime just to win, and then they were excited because they won. Yeah, was like, guys, you do realize that y'all are not going to go anywhere in the this is in a the playoffs. Freshman quarterback. Yeah, like th- y'all aren't. This is not happening. And honestly. I wouldn't have minded seeing him come into the playoff game against yeah. Ohio State just to see because Trevor Lawrence. But you don't want to risk anything, right? You know but Trevor, Trevor Lawrence was, and here we go with risking things. Listen, if a national championship's on the line, I think we've kind of decided that like. Oh, you're saying it, like after um, at halftime. Oh, okay. You know, okay. at halftime when Trevor Lawrence is struggling, yeah. just mix it up. See what happens. Yeah, even the worst, if it's just a play. Yeah, the worst yeah. that happens is he comes in and he throws an interception, and you're like, okay, that's not working either. You know? Because the simple thing is, is um, Trevor Lawrence, I think, ended up with four turnovers that game. Yeah. One fumble and three interceptions or something like that. Yeah. And the only reason I know those stats is because I'm the one that did all the stat corrections for <laughs> our fantasy league. Yeah. And he was on my team. So yeah. it was one of those things that I was like really hoping that he was gonna like ball out, um, and apparently I should have gotten Ohio State's quarterback you because he have. did ball out. He did, um, but I did have their tight end, and that's who he kept throwing to. That's so it was true. cool. So it was a win for you. So last thing on Clemson football defense, um, another reason why I think they, well, I've stated that that's why I do believe that they'll be you know number one, but it was young this year. Like I think. It was six of their like leading tacklers were like sophomores and freshmen and like Brian Percy, I think this is like how you say it. Like number one pick coming in. Or not pick, but recruit. Recruit. Um a all American player. Uh I think it was ACC rookie of the year, if I'm not mistaken, like defensive rookie of the year. How would they do that? No idea. Um just an animal. So like, you know, it'll be his second year, he'll have more experience. Miles Murphy, there's somebody else on the defense that I know I'm missing. But anyways. Yeah. It's just, it's ready to go. And they'll be seasoned. they got this off time to prep and get ready for it. Alabama, I mean, they're returning like maybe, I think the majority of their defense is coming back. Uh, I think I heard that was like four of their offensive players maybe were coming back. And then like about half the team for Oklahoma is coming back. So it'll be, yeah, I mean, top three for sure. I think those three will be right back at it again. It's just who's the fourth one? Is it Georgia? Right. So, is it Ohio State? So that brings me to my question. Okay. Um, well, before I state my question, yeah, Oklahoma is also a very young team. They and are. So that's what yeah. I'm really excited. They just got, um, they just got a uh, 
maybe a, a recruit for an, a, as another quarterback that's like a top five recruit this year. And Rattler's still there. And Rattler's still there. And, yeah. and to my knowledge, I think he's planning on staying. Um, and mm-hmm. so they'll kind of end up battling it out for who gets the starting position. Yep. On top of that, hopefully the running back doesn't opt out again for whatever reason. Is it Brooks? Was that it? Maybe. I, I can't think of his name. He didn't play. Yeah, so, I think it was Brooks. Um, But, you know, hopefully he won't opt out because apparently he was supposed to be super good. Oh, yeah. I'm still a little upset that um, uh, apparently one of the coaches for Oklahoma went and started at Ohio State and it was like a big split up. And so that's why Trey Sermon left and went to Ohio was, State. And he showed out. Yeah, and I was like, and he well, he showed out with Oklahoma yeah. the year before. Yeah. But I thought he graduated. And so when I saw him at Ohio State, I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, hurt. I was like, dang, that's so sad. Like, um, But yeah, so Oklahoma is going to be an interesting team this year because, you know, I, I honestly, honestly believe that um, Lincoln Riley is a very similar guy to like a Dabo. Yeah. yeah like yeah. he's a younger he's a younger guy that knows how to how to breed quarterbacks. Yeah. And you know, and that shows with three back to back to back Heisman winners. Oh, absolutely. And it you know, when it comes down to it, it as you as it was funny you compared him to Dabo because Dabo came into a program that hadn't won a championship since eighty one. Right. The Sooners haven't won a championship, I'd say I think it's about two decades now. Yeah, I, I don't um, even know. Let's find out. I'm curious. Yeah, continue you're, talking. Yeah, so it's. I'm just saying that similarity there, and that they're building all these Heisman winners. Um, I mean, I think they're hungry for it. I think um, that Rattler could be a contender even this this coming season for the Heisman. Um, he had to beat out DJ, but I mean, those two. I don't know who else is there this early, right? Not having seen anybody play, but right. Um, the way too early. The way too early Heisman projections. Those are my top two. Like, yeah, and I'm sure Alabama. Will I'm have sure somebody. Alabama will have someone. But, out of but that's the thing. That's the thing that's interesting about Alabama is Mac Jones graduated. Yep. Najee Harris gone. Gone. Waddle. Waddle is. I think he's still there. Mm, oh, no, no, no. He. I gone. think he. I think he announced for the draft. There is another one that is still staying though. Yeah. Out of the Devontae receivers. Smith? Gone. Yeah, Devontae Smith is gone. Um, and so it'll be interesting. Ohio State's quarterback. I can't think of his name. He's. He's super good and Fields? I'm, yeah, Fields. He's gone. But yeah, no, he's gone. Yeah. He's going to the draft. So it'll be interesting because all of the teams this year mm-hmm. that were in the playoffs all lost their quarterbacks. But Clemson had Well No, they're starting quarterbacks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But I'm saying for next year. They've got uh, So it'll be it'll be interesting next year to see Oklahoma. how everybody fills in. Yeah. No, because Oklahoma wasn't in the top four. I'm saying everybody. That oh was in yeah, the sorry. I'm thinking this Notre Dame upcoming. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Notre Dame. That Notre was his Dame, senior that, year. That's a. That's but a that was his. Anyways, yeah. yeah. Brock or whatever his name was. I don't yeah. remember. Ian Brock. Yeah. He, or Brooke or Brooke or something like. That. Anyways, I don't remember. It, it shows Brooke. shows how much of an impression he Ian made Book. on me. Book. Maybe it was Book. Yeah. I don't remember. But um. But that just shows that like. Um. That just shows, like, how interesting this next season is going to be. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think if Oklahoma could ever figure out defense, that's just... I mean, I'm completely honest. Like, they outscore everyone outside of the whole bowl game thing. They... If they could figure out a defensive scheme 
they'd be dangerous. Well, and that's the thing. That Florida game, I granted, I understand that they didn't have their top receiver and they didn't have their top tight end because both opted out because they're stupid. I mean, yeah. they're, because they're smart for Whatever. protecting their future. Yeah. Anyways, any NFL scouts that are listening to this, don't don't draft anybody from Florida. The end. All right. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it, they showed out. Their defense did. Yeah. I mean, with three picks, regardless, because oh, th- yeah. that comes down to the quarterback. That's not on the receivers. Yeah, most of the time. time. Yeah, um, because you know the quarterback, his his throws were off. Like, yeah, he did not look like a Heisman contender in that game. Yeah, we we watched that game. Oh yeah, at um, that little like sports sports bar or whatever. Yeah, down the street. With like that eighty inch or something, yeah, eighty inch TV or whatever. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. Um, but uh, but yeah, they were like, you know, they did not look good at all. They didn't. I mean, I know it comes down to like route running because you know, quarterbacks are throwing the ball where the receiver should be, not right. where they are. Right. But even then, it was just they threw him well, off his game. But he was like, yeah, I was about to say he was, was like off his every timing, time. like he was throwing ball like ball behind the. Receivers yeah. and stuff, yeah, and that's why that's where a lot of the picks came from, yeah, is because he was like not leading them, he was throwing behind them, and it just it was an ugly game on their part, it was, but it made Oklahoma's defense look really good, yeah. And if they can keep that up, I right. think they'd be dangerous next year. I think it could be them and Clemson, like, yeah, somebody's got to beat Alabama to get there, but I mean, yeah, and assuming it. that Alabama's uh, recruit class is as good as it has been in the past. I don't know how how they rank in that. I imagine they're probably top ten. I was gonna say are. I imagine they are. But they're gonna lose a lot of players to the NFL. But I mean, yeah, I think they've got like five, five or six that are wanting to go into the draft, and at least two of them that are gonna be top ten. One, two. I say they're, they're losing about ten or twelve across the board, like tight end, quarterback, receivers. Because Waddle and Smith, Harris, like you said. Um, I think, and I'm going to go ahead and say this on the record as well. Uh-huh. I think Najee Harris will be the steal of the draft this year. He's incredible. Because he's not going to go to a top, he's not going to end up going to like one of the top five. I don't think he'll be drafted in the top five. And so anything after the top five, he's going to be a steal for whoever gets him. Yeah. Um, Because I genuinely think that he is going to be... Another Ezekiel Elliott coming out and just dominating. You think so? Yeah, right, I think I'll take your word for it. I think I think that he has potential to do that. Yeah, and I I've seen that since you know the last two years when yeah. he was on the bench and was the backup. Yeah, I, I was like I was like that guy. I don't know who he is, but he's gonna be good. And then we saw it this year. See, I don't think he's like a Derrick Henry, but I think he's solid. I don't know, man. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll definitely be interesting. And it and it'll also really depend on what team he goes to. That's true. That's like that's, with Trevor. This I mean, dude, the if he goes to the Jags, that's gonna be huge. Yeah. Because of who the Jags new coach is. Yeah. Do you know who it is? You can find that in point two. Urban Meyer. I didn't realize Urban Meyer was there. Yeah. He they just signed him. Oh, see I missed that. Yeah. And so he's their coach that would be coaching Trevor Lawrence. And he's coached against Trevor Lawrence and so he knows how Trevor Lawrence is. And that could be a really dirty duo. Could be. So it'll be interesting. Honestly, at this point, I kind of want him to go to the Jags because I think that under Urban Meyer, like that's a good system to be under for him. I'm thinking for like the family aspect. His family could just move right down to Florida, or they could drive. Right. They're from Georgia. So I mean, it's yeah. Like, so 
It'll be interesting mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Moving on to our last area, and that's the NFL. Obviously, okay. again, you're more college. I am, but yeah. um, but we did watch the Super Bowl together. We, we, did. we were we were we were actually planning on recording this before the Super Bowl so that yep. we could give our predictions. Um, so I'm going to predict that the Buccaneers were going to win. That's actually what I predicted. It's not what I predicted at all. But you, you I'm going to say you were Chiefs. Yeah, um, Be, but I like Mahomes. Yeah. I I really I didn't necessarily care. Um, because I didn't, I mean, I'm, I'm a Colts fan, ah, but I yeah. like Mahomes, Yeah. And so I was like, I want to see him succeed. Yeah. So I, I pulled for them and that was just a bad choice. Well, you know, that's the thing. <clears throat> um, you just, you don't pull against Brady and I think. He, yeah. Especially when he has twenties handed to the refs. Well, well, refs the refs. Um, <laughs> you know, I just, you know, looking back to see how he got there, it's, it's crazy. Like everybody counted him out. So he's too old. He's like, what is he, 43? Or... He's old. He's, he's getting old, up old for sports. For sports, yeah. yeah. Just um, to clarify if we have anybody that's older than Tom Brady <laughs> out there. <laughs> um, but to see how he he just built a team around him. Like, yeah, Belichick's a good coach. But at the end of the day, Belichick didn't make it to the Super Bowl. Like, Tom Brady went and took a team that was nothing, put him on his back, with Antonio Brown... Grinkowski, Brady. I have differing views. Uh, well, as you should. Um, <laughs> but I mean, just to sit there and watch it happen, it was like they didn't win every game. Like, it was just he won the games he needed to win, when he needed to win them, and when it counted, when it counts the most, Brady almost always comes through. Period. Yeah. No. I mean, he's definitely one of the greatest, if not the greatest, to quarterback. Play the game. And the fact that he's coming back next year, yeah, I I I was shocked. Yeah, because I really thought that he would. I thought he was going out on top. Yeah, he'd win, and then he'd be like, "I'm done." Yeah, Um, because that's where I would want to be. You know, to 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 leave and win more championships in one year than the Cowboys have in their like lifetime. (laughs) He's won seven now, right? Yeah, he has. So he has the most than any franchise. He has the most championship rings than any franchise as a whole does. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I saw like a stat line and I was like, this is stupid. It is stupid, (laughs) but the man, like, on a completely unrelated note, we don't have to dive into it and milk it out. Huh, nice. Yeah. Um, But the diet that he's on, the TB12 diet, let me tell you. Have you checked it out? Well, I've done a little bit of research. I won't go into it. But the foods that he eats versus doesn't eat and, like, the sleep. Like, the man's in bed by, I think, like, 8 or 9 o'clock. Like, I don't know what it is, but it works. Like, whatever diet that he's on, right? it, it sure enough works. Yeah. Um, he's outperforming everyone at his age, and it's it's incredible. That's all i got to right. say. So, I've got a couple things on that note. Okay. And, um, and then we'll kind of start wrapping this up. Yeah. But, um, number one... Yeah, he did take a team that had nothing, but they didn't have nothing when he took them. If that makes sense. Okay. Had he been had he been traded or went to the Buccaneers and the Buccaneers didn't add everybody and their best friend. Oh, they built around to, them for sure. The, yeah, I mean to to go from a team that you know got rid of um, oh I don't even think can't think of his name Crab Legs, um, Winston. Yeah. Yeah, Jamison Winston. So they got rid of him, 
brought in Tom Brady. Had they just done that, it would be interesting because I don't think that they would even made it to the Super Bowl. But because Tom Brady's there, yeah, he brings that, you know, the excitement. Yeah, true. he he brings he brings that next level. I mean, for goodness sakes, they they named the team after him. I don't know if you saw the abbreviation they put on the screen, but it was TB for Tom Brady. Man. Definitely wasn't it wasn't Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. No. It, it was the Tom Brady Buccaneers. <laughs> um, but you know, like before last season, they had Godwin. They had. Um, I can't even think of his name. I can see his face, but their running back was decent. Yeah. And they had Mike Evans. Yeah. Those three. Yep. They literally get Tom Brady and Gronk comes out of retirement. Out of nowhere. You know, Antonio Brown's like, yeah, I want to play. Yeah, of course, yes. You know, my suspension is up. Yeah. I, yeah, sure. You know, whatever, whatever was up with him. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'll come play for the Bucks for next to nothing. Yeah, even though I was a crybaby a year ago or two years ago about money. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll do that. You know, he brings in um, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, yeah, like people think Leonard Fournette's washed up. Yeah, and and they bring him in, and he gets excited, and he's running over people in the yeah, Super Bowl. Absolutely. What got me though was how they turned around. You know when they lost to the Saints in November. Yeah, big time. Big time, a thirty-eight-three. Yeah. And they turned around and gave it to him, thirty to twenty. Right. And I just, what gets me is not just how great of a player he is, but I don't know if it's the leadership ability or what. The fact that he can just build a team around him overnight just speaks volumes. Like, right. Well, and I think that also speaks volumes to the management as well. Yeah. Because, like, you know, not just anybody can play with Tom Brady. Oh, absolutely. Like, yes and no, anybody can. But, like, you know, to be able to bring in the big names, to be able to yeah. bring in the Gronk, convince Gronk to come out of retirement when he's, like, partying and having a blast. Having a blast. At, yeah. like, age... 30. He retired yeah. at like 28 or something yeah. like that. Like he played like six seasons yep. and won like five championships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the man the man is like I don't need anything else. Like he left on top. Yeah. Like and everybody was shocked when he retired because he wanted to just go do other stuff. Like yeah. he he had dominated and was the best tight end in the game and then he like retired. But to see him, even Gronk, go from having a terrible beginning of the season to all of a sudden, you know, it was uh, probably around the Saints game yeah. that they all just, it was like a different mindset. They, they all came started in, clicking. Yeah, they came in and they started clicking. They were all on the same page. And at that point, I don't know if they even lost another game the rest of the season. They, so the last... They, they might have lost like one or two, but it wasn't much. They lost to the Rams and the Chiefs back to back. Yeah, that was the that was the peace sign yeah. game that And so again, another team they lost to, the Chiefs, 27-24. They beat them 31 to 9. They didn't even make it in the end zone. Like Yeah. I think it shows that and again, there's the defense wins championships. The defense showed up that night. Well, it was and the and the, and, and I mean, the refs, uh, how are you The refs, the refs were there. Um, they were throwing flags. On the wrong team, yeah, so several times. Now there were there were stuff. It, some it went both ways. Well, I'll just I for me to it was come, like sixty forty. It comes full circle here when I said earlier the defense is what wins championships. And right. as great as Brady can be, he's nothing without a defense that they somehow built around them. Again, his team. Um, and that's all I got to say about it. I think he's a great player, probably one of the greatest to play the game and ever will play it. Yeah. 
Um, curious to see what he does next year, though. Um, so, last two things. The Colts traded and got Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody's thinking, like, this is the stupidest trade, uh, including myself. Um, not necessarily the stupidest. I think Carson Wentz still has mm-hmm. the capability. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Um, but what I didn't know that I did hear about is that Frank Reich, which is our coach, our yep. head coach, yep. is known for his quarterback like abilities. He was a quarterback coach for like a long time. Yeah. So he's really good at breeding quarterbacks and making quarterbacks way better. Mm-hmm. And guess who was, was, the coordinator. was the was the coach that helped bring Carson Wentz into a MVP talk status? Frank Wright. Frank Wright. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see if he can somehow bring that back into him. And mm-hmm. that might be why they draft or why they traded for him. Mm-hmm. Frank Wright might have been really hard behind that. Yeah, it could have been. Because I wanted Deshaun Watson personally. Oh, I mean, who wouldn't? Exactly. Because that's the thing with the Colts is we always end up getting pocket passers. I mean, you go back to Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning, yeah. You go back to Andrew last Luck. year. Yeah, Andrew Luck. He didn't run a whole lot. He no. he did occasionally, but he didn't run a whole lot. Yeah. You go back to even last year, Philip Rivers. He's a pocket passer. He's known as a pocket passer. Yeah. Um, and so we've like never really had the first running quarterback that we've had was Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. And he took us almost, I think he took us to a playoff game. Yeah. Or at least close to it. And it's because he could scramble. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and, and that adds like that extra layer. So I think uh, Deshaun Watson having, being able to have somebody back there that can scramble, mm-hmm. but also, you know, the Colts are known for a pocket passer so that you know that the offensive line is going to do their best and is going to be pretty solid year after year oh, yeah. because that's that's what they do. That's what they do yeah. We drafted a few years ago. I still don't understand this, but we drafted um, a center for our like number one overall pick, mm-hmm. Ryan Kelly. We drafted him like, I don't know, it's been a couple years so you now. protect the pocket. But yeah, like they they make sure that your your quarterback is going to be protected, and so that I mean it's a, you know you you don't see that you don't see the Colts giving up three four or five sacks a game like mm. the Texans have the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. They do. I mean, it does happen, but yeah. that's that you know that's a different story. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to throw out that trade. It'll be interesting to see, but uh, with all of that. I have three questions, and then we'll call it. All right. We got it. All right. This, Are they like yes or no? Uh, no. Okay. They're predictions. Oh, predictions. Okay. So this season, I'm going to start with this one because this one's the one that you know the like least about. This season, what are your thoughts on the NBA season, and who do you think will kind of uh, will kind of end up in the championship game, and mm. who, who will win it all? Mm. You know, again, this is me and my all your wisdom on the all my wisdom realm. for NBA. Um, you know, I don't know who can end up playing each other and who cannot. So I'm just going to say favorite teams here. Go for it. Um, I'll, I'll I'll help you. Okay, as needed. So I think that um, I'm a bandwagon fan. Fair enough. I'm That's very, how I started. I'm I was very, a bandwagon Miami Heat fan. I'm very much free. a LeBron James bandwagon fan. Yeah, I, I like don't LeBron. exactly care for his political views or anything like that. I love his Taco Tuesday videos. I love food. So with that, I'm going to choose LeBron James and the Lakers. And the Lakers. Um, now, I will say 
the ball brother, the third one that just came in, um, Lamelo. Lamelo, where's he? Charlotte. Charlotte. I think they could be dangerous only because I just like the way he plays. Um, there's really no validity behind that. Well, and they just got um, Hayward too. Yeah. So I, mean, I think it could be. I'd like to see what that looks like, but I think ultimately LeBron could go for a second one with the Lakers. Right. Yeah, I think that most people are assuming that that's going to happen. It'll be interesting to see with the Nets. Yeah. So the Nets have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden now. So I didn't know that. Yeah, so they're all three on that team. But they're still not really winning as much as they thought they would. Mm -hmm. And it's because the chemistry, they're all, honestly, they're all pretty much ball hogs to an extent. Yeah. And so it's going to be, it's going to take a minute for them to click. But I think once they do, they're going to be really dangerous. Yeah. Um, the Bucks have still continuously looked good with Middleton and Giannis yeah. at, at the realm. Helm, not realm, helm. Um, the Celtics are looking for another person to add to their team to kind of bring their young core, mm-hmm. which is not a not so young core anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Miami, I think those are your top four yeah. teams. Now, obviously, Miami is not showing it right now, but they're still trying to... There's potential there. There's, there's a lot of potential, and they're still trying to find what works because they did lose a couple people in the offseason, yeah. the very, very short offseason. But they did lose a couple people, and so it'll be interesting. I mean, I think if they start clicking, that it wouldn't surprise me if they went on a 10-game winning streak mm-hmm. at any point. It would not surprise me. But it also wouldn't surprise me if they struggled the rest of the season and barely made the playoffs. Yeah. So, that'll be interesting. Next one, we kind of touched on it. Top four next year for football. Mm, Who's going to be in the playoffs? All right. Clemson, no question. Uh, Alabama, almost always there. No question. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, who's your your other two? And and I'm not asking for ranks. I just want you to top four. No, you're good. You're good. Well, I've got my next three. I've got a top five. I don't have top four. I think it well, give me it. the top five, and I'll, I'll, yeah, so uh, I'll I, help you narrow it down. I think we've touched on it, and I think it is the way too early top five. I think it is Georgia. I think it is Ohio State. I think it it is Oklahoma. I don't think Florida is really there. I mean, I don't think they've got that. But those are my top five. I, it's hard to stray from it. I, I think it'll just – it's going to come down to – because Fields is gone, I don't think that Ohio State will be as good as they were this year. Well, yeah, and they only played like five games. And they only played five games. I I still stand by that. Um, I stand by the fact that I think that you have to play at at minimum six or seven. No, eight to ten. Oh yeah, to be even recognized for the playoffs. Yeah, and that and I don't care how good Ohio State is. Like they clearly deserve to be a good team. Yeah, but but if you can't come up with a couple more games to play when there's teams out there that are like, hey, we'll play whoever. Especially this past season. Now, I yeah. don't think that they're going to have that issue as much they going forward. But I, I would count them out, and I would say Oklahoma and Georgia. I don't think Georgia wins it, but I think Georgia's at like number four. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to pull up. I just want to like kind of um, maybe the too early top 25. Do you have it pulled up? I'm pulled up. Where you can like shift it towards me. Yeah, what you got? Because I accidentally... Uh... Okay, so... I definitely think my my three for sure, and you can keep going down. My three for sure are Clemson, Alabama, and Oklahoma. Um, Texas A&M is in this top ten, mm-hmm. but um, I'm kind of looking to see because you know I, I I kind of 
Honestly, it would not surprise me to see an Indiana or even an Oregon slip in a Power Five, one of the Power Five teams that's not the normal to to sneak in. A USC wouldn't surprise me. Iowa State showed up this year. Um, Iowa State looked good. I don't they're, think they're. I don't know if they're consistent, but so, well, they they yeah they showed out, but um, they played Oklahoma for the Big Twelve and lost. I genuinely thought that it was going to be a blowout, and Ohio State or Iowa, not Ohio, Iowa State started to come back, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, <laughs> um, and I think Oklahoma ended up only winning by four, even though they went up like I think they went up twenty eight to zero mm-hmm. in the first half. Or something like that. And then I was like, oh, it's a blowout. Great. Mm. And then like I stopped paying attention. And then I looked back and it was like 24 to 28. And I was like, what the heck just happened? Um, so they, they definitely look good. Um, so it'll be interesting. Uh, yeah. For now, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say that uh, I think that Ohio State will probably be that fourth spot because the they just really love Ohio State. Yeah. Um but again, it would not surprise me one bit if an Indiana snuck in and beat Ohio State in the Big 10. Mm-hmm. Um because Indiana looked good. It wouldn't surprise me if an Oregon from Pac-12, you know, wins Pac-12 and they sneak in. Mm-hmm. It it would not surprise me because Oregon was looking pretty good mm-hmm. this year. Um, from what I saw, and then they kind of got like they lost like one. I think they lost one game, and then they came back from that, and then they ended up losing like a couple more. So, um, you know, I think that they just kind of lost their headspace. Lastly, Super Bowl next year. Yeah, I know, right? Way too early. Way too early. Super Bowl was what like a week ago, two I weeks think, ago. Yeah, I think Tampa Bay could make it back. If everyone sticks around, if no one retires, yeah, um, that's the easy answer. The other, that hard answer is who's going to show up and right compete. I mean, Patty Mahomes has been there the last two years. I was going to say I'm I'm going to go ahead and put the Chiefs back in it because it doesn't look like they're going to slow down at all. I don't think so either. I think it could easily be them Um, because how how much longer does Aaron Rodgers have in the league? I mean, he's he's getting up there. He's getting up there. He's in his last few years, I think. Yeah, I think so Um, too. Drew Brees just retired. Yep. I mean, I think if Aaron Rodgers was there and healthy, he could make a run for it. I think he'll make a run next year. Yeah. That would not surprise me, especially with um, Devontae Adams as his key wide receiver. And And it depends on who's drafted this year, right? I mean, you don't know who's going where and how big of an impact that can make. Well, and Urban Meyer coming back or coming to the NFL, he might be able to pull some bigger names. Let's just be honest. Trevor Lawrence, rookie year in the Super Bowl? What? Like you just never know. Like anything could happen. It's that's true. that's the thing about about the NFL. With college, it's like okay, you know who's there. They're not right. really shifting. I mean, our top four was pretty much the same. And I that's mean, gonna be yeah. It's and it's gonna, gonna, be, gonna be the same almost. But the NFL, Tom Brady can go and switch a team. Like he could go to literally he could go to the Bengals next year, and just build a franchise that like. Yeah. That's what it's crazy about the NFL. Right, and you also, I mean, you also have to consider, you know. The Joe Burrows, the yeah, you know the Tua Tunga Violas that are they just had a rookie year. They had a decent rookie year, nothing yeah. like crazy, but they're coming back. Yeah, you got to consider the Deshaun Watson that's about to be traded. Probably, where's he going? Is he going to the Browns? Who knows? Like nobody really knows. Well, but you also got to consider the Browns. You know that it's gonna 
it's you know Baker Mayfield has been on the rise. They they beat out an unstoppable looking Steelers. Yeah. You know it. So it'll be interesting. The, shoot the Steelers like the Steelers that came out of nowhere and went like twelve and zero just to start, start the season. Happen. Maybe. Yeah. Just... So that's the thing is you really don't know. But I do think that the Chiefs, just how dominant they've been the last two years, I I would be a little surprised if they didn't make it back. Yeah, especially especially with the AFC being in a kind of a wishy washy right now. Yeah, sadly, culture in the AFC. But you know, it'll be interesting. And Carson Wentz, I mean, that's another one. You yeah. know, you you genuinely don't know. Um, uh-huh. But for now, uh, I'll say um, I'll say let's see. Uh, Chiefs and Packers okay. in the Super Bowl next year. Okay. Right, Way too it. early. Way too early. But all right, well, that's it. Um, we ran a little bit long, but hopefully y'all won't hate us too bad. So uh yeah, I'm Preston. I'm Bryson. And uh this has been Milk It. Peace. <laughs>